This is the Busy People Podcast hosted by Nicole Hope and Victoria Albuquerque. Dropping knowledge on all things health, wellness, and lifestyle because you're never too busy to learn something new. So today we're talking to Robbie Bremen and he's giving us some tips and tricks on how to save money, time, and better our relationship with food. And I think Robbie's kind of like us starting out in this health wellness journey. So it was really great to connect with him um, and also to get to kind of see his journey over the last um, few months has been really cool. So the interesting thing about Robbie is that he went to the Culinary School of America, um, but then he decided to become a health coach, so he went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition because his life as a chef, I guess, was creating an unhealthy lifestyle. So he ended up finding this new calling, which was health and fitness, and he merged these two loves of his life together, which is cooking and now health. And um, he just talks about like making cooking fun which I used to love and now that I have to do it (laughs) yeah like I just don't find it fun anymore but um he leaves us with like some really good nuggets of info about how we can get back to loving um you know our time in the kitchen so I think we'll all learn a little something from our interview with Robbie yeah it's great Today we are meeting with Robbie Brayman and he is a health coach. Robbie is here to share some of his insights about food and health starting in the kitchen. So Robbie, do you want to just tell us about yourself and why you decided to be a health coach? Great. Yeah, it's been a process. Like I went to culinary school at the Culinary Institute of America, so I'm actually a chef and health coach. And it's been a process for me to learn how to do health, you know, healthy things, healthy habits. And moving from New York City to back home to San Diego, I was able to find some time to kind of clear out like some of these really unhealthy habits that I had. And kind of moving forward, I I thought, you know, maybe I want to get into fitness. Maybe I want to get into um, just like health, but then I also wanted to use my degree. So I I got into health coaching um, and decided that, you know, teaching people how to cook and like coach through the kitchen, I thought was really important because that's exactly how I did it. You know, I had to fall back in love with cooking. I had to fall back in love with food and flavor. And um, now, now because of my experience, that's how I coach and help people get to the place they need to be. So is your, what do you, what would you say like in short version is like your focus? Is it teaching people how to cook or is it like about their relationship with food or both? Or It's, it's both. Um, so right now I'm currently working on a cooking course um, to go along with my health coaching. What I do though is changing the mindset around cooking and food. So that way you're saving, you know, you're, 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 having a better relationship with time, with food, with money, you know, because maybe, you know, going through the drive-through at McDonald's every night, you know, you could be cooking something at home, 
and saving yourself that time. Most of my meals take probably about 20 minutes. I try to keep it to about 20 minutes. Um, so that way you can save that time from just driving to that restaurant, going through the drive-through, because we all know that it takes about 20 minutes to get your food almost always. So um, even at McDonald's, after you've sat in line and, and ordered your food and all that, when you talk about health starting in the kitchen, obviously those are some ways that it can help, but I guess I, I'm super curious. I mean, why would you say the kitchen is a place that can affect other aspects of our lives? So the way that I like to look at it is when you are cooking for other people, say for your family, um, or you're trying to impress a date or something like that. So that's really good for your relationship, right? And then also when you are um, cooking in your own home and you're having a lot more fun with cooking, um, once you know how to cook and use ingredients and, um, and play with flavors, that you now have a better relationship with your your home environment you know it's it's easier to be home you know you have a better relationship with money and time then because you know you're taking that act of self-care through cooking and nourishing yourself the right way rather than doing what you know the, the standard american diet or something like that where you know it's all processed foods right. it, it, it comes from a box or something like that you're really kind of developing a relationship with food that just improves your your everyday life and you know and just that that act of self-care for cooking for yourself is a a really awesome way to start to experience that change in relationship right and i think so many of us have just formed terrible yeah. habits for so long so you know obviously that's a hard first step to retrain your brain to rethink about your relationship with food how and you know what are you recommending to your clients in the very early days to start that transition or start that change in relationship with so them? one of the first exercises that i always do with clients i mean and it's it's very different from client to client because they're all starting from a different place um you know and it's not it's not a one size fits all but what i really right. like to start to have them realize is what they actually enjoy. So I, I have an exercise where like literally it's, it's a Google form and you write like what, what meal of the day it is, what you ate and how you felt afterwards. Then it, you know, it, it goes into this big long sheet and I have them basically highlight, um, you know, in green, yellow and red what was good, what was bad. And then we go through and realize what the similarities are. Um, and they start, like, I've done this with a couple clients now and it actually changed the way that they, that they view what, what they like. Um, and that, that's the best way to start eating correctly and teaching yourself, like, how do I feel? Because if you're, Let's say you ate at a restaurant last night, you had, you know, you, you treated yourself, but then that kind of comes with some other things like stressing and, um, and stressing can be as little as, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that last night or, um, 
or you know feeling you know some guilt of some sort so with that they they start to realize that oh maybe i do like cooking at home quite a bit more and i do feel better about myself when i eat at home um or when when i cook for myself or when i go to you know the that whole that that whole food um store like I know there's a lot of like different salad bars and everything or um or now salad restaurants that are kind of chipotle-esque or whole foods maybe even from chipotle and getting a bowl rather than a burrito these are all decisions that can help you um enjoy your food yeah i think people like really don't even think about it like often i mean i have two little kids oftentimes i'm like standing up and eating in the kitchen and i'm not even thinking about like what I'm consuming because I'm like rushing around, but to refocus and realize that like you obviously have a relationship with what you're eating because it is going to affect you in some way is I think yeah. a really good like practice to start with, like attaching the emotion mm. to the right. food, you know, well, in and, a positive and, and way. Recognizing when way, you, yeah. when you are feeling guilty with food, um, that can you know, for, for me, like actually food was really triggering because I mean, this was because of the work that I did because I was a cook. Like I actually didn't cook at home anymore. I started like resenting food. I started resenting mm. my job. I was just like, this isn't right. Like, you know, so, um, you know, my, yeah. my relationship yeah. with food had to, had to change and, um, along, along with my habits and that made all the difference. So you talk about some of the guilt aspects that people feel with food. I think everyone can relate to that. Um, what what are some of the daily rituals that you recommend to people to ensure they stay on course? And then also like the advice you would give if they fall off course a little bit, how do they get back on track and not just snowball into their old habits? So the daily rituals that I first start to recommend to people are to start small. Um, you know, don't like, you know, you, and actually you don't have to do it every day. You know, you can start with what is comfortable for you. Cause the, the idea is to kind of get like a North star, um, for your, your health. So we're, we're not trying to, and again, like it's, it's another thing where we don't want to stress out, like say, like if we, if we, fall off track, um, we, you know, we want to be able to get back on the horse and not, not stress out about it, um, and not hurt ourselves anymore. So I always like to say, start small, um, lean into what feels good to you. Um, and just start cooking, you know, make, make sure that when you are changing your habits, um, such as like cooking healthy, it's you know you want to start to play with it you want to make it fun you don't want to um stress yourself out about it because that's not that's not how you change that's how you stop yourself from changing and then um say when when you get back onto the or when when you fall off the horse you know you kind of want to you just want to hop back on and it's it, like, again, it's, it's about how you feel about it. And if you're not, and if you need to fall off and you can't get back on, then, you know, maybe start with a smaller goal. 
So like small attainable goals that help you feel good. So you said something really interesting though about like having this North Star. Can you expand on that? Yeah, having like a North Star, I and like I, I do this with my clients quite a bit because it's, you know, you, we're, we're all starting on a path, uh, on a journey. Um, and we like, just like if you were to go on like a storybook type, type of journey, you're, you know, you have things that happen to you along the way. Um, so, and then, or you might find, you know, a, a better way to do it. So instead of just, you know, doing what everybody else does, because that's what worked for them, um, maybe not, may not be your, your journey. So, um, guiding yourself towards health and, you know, being healthier is, uh, your, your North star mm. and along that road, you're going to run into different bumps and different, um, you know, maybe, maybe it might be a lot more fun. Um, but you don't have to do it the standard way that everybody else does it. I love that because it is so different. Yeah, that's a great vision. Yeah, it's so different for so many people. And then it also helps them forgive themselves if yeah. they make a mistake or they fall off. Because I find so many people, and I'm, I'm sure your, I assume your clients are saying this to you, that the mindset is if they, you know, eat something unhealthy or, you know, make a mistake that day, they're like, forget it. And then the right. rest of the day is gone. But it doesn't have to be that way. So you're saying yeah. if you have this North Star, just find yourself back on track and know that yeah. like that's where you need to go in the end. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. That is really cool. I love that. Um, so like for the cooking part, mm -hmm. like in, you know, the fun part. Chef, um, <laughs> yeah. So which is the fun part. Do you do you have like certain things like if someone comes to you and they're they're they really have no idea where to start like they're just like you know I don't cook like I have no idea I'm the fast food person I'm the takeout person do you give them a couple staples or like go to things that are easy that they can you know fall back on or start with Yeah so actually I actually just had a client that like literally has nothing in her kitchen and you know I I just said you know go buy yourself a uh, a nice like little chef's knife and a cutting board and a like a, a sheet pan for your oven and maybe like a, a pan or two so you can you can saute and you know just start just start there people probably don't I, even think of that like it's you, you yeah. need the utensils to be able to cook it's like yeah. that's such a great place to start right and you know and <laughs> like like it's about kind of like learning that that first few basic things, you know, yeah. and, you know, setting yourself up, like an, another thing that I teach in the course is like how to set up your kitchen, because, you know, if your kitchen isn't set up, then that makes it more stressful or, and harder to cook. Um, also, just like if you don't have the, you know, some ingredient, like if you haven't gone shopping in two weeks, you run into, well, I just don't have food in my refrigerator. So now I have to go out and eat um to to get myself back to where you know to feel myself up and um so just having like those basics of making it easier for yourself the setup um really helps and having that background as a chef is yeah. probably what makes you such a great coach because you know you're you're taught how to organize the kitchen how to clean the kitchen how to make it super efficient and if you simplify everything and make it easy then obviously it's going to make someone who isn't a trained chef 
are going to make it easier for them to take those steps and start cooking for themselves. Which, which I, I just find, like, it's, it's just so cool because, and I'll tell you something too, because it's, this wasn't like easy for me because like, like I kind of like had to decide like, all right, like what, you know, what, what am I as a health coach? And, um, like, you know, and I, at first I was like, well, I'm not going back into restaurants and I want to do things with food, but then I don't always want to be cooking. Of course, like that was my relationship with food still. Um, but then I just thought like, I, I always forget like that. It's not easy for people to, um, start cooking. Like, you know, it, it really starts right. with just the basics and, yeah. um, and at first I was doing everything too complicated. Like my recipes had too many ingredients. My, um, they, they took over an hour and that's not what people want. People want to learn how to cut an onion still. And they want to, you know, they, they want some simple recipes that they can impress their, their people with or themselves with. And, um, and mm -hmm. so I've, you know, that's kind of where I started to develop that healthy, like, relationship with food do you have a place where um like you direct them for inspiration for new recipes or do you give them all of the recipes or where would you like for people listening yeah so like a go-to that you like i so i i do my own recipes as well but um and you know you get quite a few of those you'll get quite a few of those during the the time you're coaching with me um you know, which I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and also, um, now I'm, now that I'm working on this, uh, cooking course, you'll get recipes in there. But then I also like to recommend, like, just go into Pinterest, what looks good to you. And, you know, you know, kind of, there's some really great, like home cooks slash like bloggers on there that are like, you know, they, they're really into what they're doing and they're having fun with it. I think, I think kind of leaning into a little bit more of that inspiration um, can be really fun at home. And, you know, they're not professional chefs. So um, that's, you know, just that alone will help like make that, that process a little bit easier because, you know, they have that kind of basic knowledge that, you know, even I like overcomplicate. So yeah, I just say start, start in, at Pinterest and just start like, seeing what other people are doing in their, in their, yeah. in their own kitchen. I think we were like, obviously, you know, we're focused on giving information to busy people because we're all trying to like learn new things and with the little time that we all have. So, um, how, how do you think, like, how do you balance the being healthy, cooking at home, even though we're all so busy? How can people like feel not stressed, like I'm gonna start cooking today, but where it's just like, okay, I have all these things going on, but I'm also gonna start cooking. So how do you find that balance? I, I find that balance by, I, I call it self-care. Um, it's, it's one of those things where if I'm not scheduling in my self-care, like how am I gonna, how am I gonna get to it? Um, and then it becomes a habit and then it becomes a, you know, a skill set that you have. And so scheduling in something, you know, some time for cooking and 
making sure that you know some of these recipes are like easy that they're 20 minutes or so um keeping your time down which also requires like basic skills like like you know cutting the onion prepping your food up so that way you can just like cook it um and then also kind of having a system that will be able to set yourself up for success essentially i really have never honestly thought about like scheduling in my cooking but it does make sense i mean it's part of your day like i just am like oh i have now this much time and i have to like rush around and make dinner but like it should be scheduled in so that you can enjoy it i mean that's like a really it seems like an easy (laughs) thought but (laughs) well that's what that's what i think is so great about some of the um advice that you're giving and the techniques that you have is just like making it simple and breaking it down because we do, we overcomplicate things that we don't need to in, in a lot of aspects of our life. And cooking can seem so overwhelming to most people. So yeah, yeah giving just like, if you have the basics and the tools and you can build from there. And I think, I think that's great. Yeah. And you know, that's where a lot of my like coaching just starts because it's just like, you have to, you know, when you're working from the ground up, um, you're able to, set yourself up for that success or like you know you start to kind of play around with with you know that kind of child mindset of like just i want to go play around the kitchen like you know and then also on the the time aspect how much time does it take to i'm from san diego so like go go to in and out sit in that that long line at the (laughs) drive-thru or wait you know that half hour that you have to wait because it's so popular or you're going to that restaurant, which takes probably about an hour, hour and a half. By the time that you've prepped, cooked, and served your meal, and then cleaned the dishes, you you've, you know, you're probably at around an hour and a half, and but you're already home now, and so now you can go rest. So right, yeah, just relooking at it, I guess. Um, awesome. Well, I think you've given us so many good tips and and tricks and ways to relook at things. Um, I guess so, Robbie, before you leave, is there anything that you can uh, leave our listeners with that you feel will motivate them to work yeah. on their relationship with food? Yeah. So, yeah, to, to help motivate them, I say play and have fun with food and realize that when you start viewing food as an opportunity to explore rather than a chore, your food becomes more flavorful, your health gets better, and you will change your relationship with food. Oh, explore rather than a chore. That's an easy thing to remember. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's a good little rhyme. Yeah. You know, I, I just find it so important to, like, just play and have fun. You have so many serious moments in your day every day, and when, when you just kind of let go of everything, and you just kind of play with flavors, spices, things like that. It makes cooking, or well, in, in this case, like it makes cooking a lot easier um, to do and have fun with, um, and and you get better as, as as it goes, and it gets quicker as it goes. So that's great. So something we like to ask all of our guests is if you have a mantra that uh, helps keep you motivated every day. Yeah, um, my mantra is actually just play to slay. Ooh, that's awesome. I, I realized probably about two years ago now that 
um, if you're not having fun, then why are like why are you doing it? Like it just makes life easier. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, well, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And um, can you can you let us know how people can reach out to you and, and learn more about you, your offerings, your services, and, and follow your journey? Yeah, um, so I'm primarily on Instagram, um, at Robbie Brayman Health. Um, that's where I currently put all my content. I also have a website, it's just RobbieBrayman.com. So yeah, if you want to follow me there, I will have a lot more information up about you know the upcoming cooking course, um, I just finished a like a 30-day gut health challenge um, course, so you can just pick that up anytime and you know start on a 30-day healthy gut reset. You know, doing things like that, I you know I, I find that are they're super important, and so you can find me there and all that information. Awesome! Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, yeah. um, and we're so grateful that you took time to join yeah us. we really appreciate so it we appreciate, I appreciate it. it as well thanks for listening to the busy people podcast you can find highlights from today's episode in the show notes please support us by sharing this episode leaving a rating or review and subscribing to the show and to catch all the latest from us make sure to follow us on instagram at busy people podcast Join us next time for another enlightening conversation because you're never too busy to learn something new.